Next up, a movie review show where Dim and Ree come straight at you with the hottest movie reviews and hot takes for the latest movies releasing. Come join us every time we see a movie live on Instagram.com slash GiftedDim63 for the latest movie reviews and updates. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite movie review show. Next up, I'm one of the hosts, Dim. And I'm Ree. And uh, we just got out of a week early preview of the movie Doctor Sleep. So hit me with some of that, uh, some of those, uh, some of them uh, details. All right. So this movie is rated R. It's considered a fantasy thriller movie. It runs for two hours and 33 minutes. It was directed by Mike Flanagan. It's based on the book Doctor Sleep by Stephen King. It is a sequel to the first movie slash book, The Shining. Uh, It's produced by John Berg and Trevor Macy, and it releases November 8th, 2019 to theaters near you. So that would be next Friday slash Thursday for movie theaters all around the country. It stars (laughs) Ewan McGregor as Danny Torrance, Rebecca Ferguson as Rose the Hat, Um, and then we got... Kylie Curran, who plays uh, Ewan's um, little sidekick. <laughs> little sidekick. Hit me with the stop. Oh, wait. I lost the page. There we go. All right. <laughs> Struggling with alcoholism, Dan Torrance remains traumatized by the sinister events that occurred at the Overlook Hotel when he was a child. His hope for a peaceful existence soon becomes shattered when he meets Abra, a teen who shares his extrasensory gift of the shine. Together, they form an unlikely alliance to battle the True Knot, a cult whose members try to feed off the shine of innocence to become immortal. All right. So, um, first impressions, I liked this movie. Um, I will say that probably at least the first part of this movie is not going to make any sense if you didn't see the first movie or read the book. Yeah, you should because watch the first one. you definitely like it it almost is like directly after that movie. Yeah, definitely watch the first one. Um you have to kind of know these characters, you have to know what the shining is and it's like if you you can't just jump in here. No, <laughs> definitely not. I mean, it, I think after the first half or first act, the first third of the movie, you could probably get away with enjoying it. But it just, you just got to watch the first one first. It makes it more enjoyable if you watch the first one. Yeah, even if you watch it, like, for the first time right before you go see this one, you should still watch it. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of cool moments that they use in this and a lot of callbacks to the first one, especially in the beginning. Oh, yeah. And I think near the end, too. Uh, yeah, but that I'm saying, like, that's the cool moments that I was referring to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I, I walked away enjoying this movie. It's definitely better than Pet Cemetery, even though I liked Pet Cemetery. Uh, a lot of people didn't like that, including yourself. Yeah. Um, but I think that there's, I had a lot of fun watching this movie. There's not a lot of, it's not a lot of scare. Yeah. It's not a lot of being scary at all, really. I don't think there was really any scary. Like, there's some, like, loud sound type 
moments, but like there's nothing that's like, oh shit, like. Well, it's like a thriller. Like it, it, it's meant to just kind of psychological thriller. Keep you on your toes, kind of just like make you think outside the box, and. I think that's what Stephen King kind of really hones in on though is more psychological mm-hmm. thriller he's not going for like like a like a like scary situations it's no, more yeah. of like how can i manipulate somebody's mind to get them to experience fear in specific ways yeah absolutely um, well it's kind of like the whole thing with the first one you know like jack he has the whole mind fuck yeah thing, so. and that's and that, even with the shining number one i think i watched it first time last year yeah yeah we watched it together. Um, but that was before we even knew that this was going to be made into a movie. Um, I just hadn't seen it at the time. But I remember walking away from that movie saying that it wasn't very scary. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And it's this is very similar to how that movie feels. And they even use like, the same music and the same uh, transitions. What's some of your inputs? Um, yeah, I really... Uh, enjoyed this movie. I agree with your whole first ha- act was kind of slow. I was like, Meh, I didn't really need this part. And then um, once we got to the meaty portion of the movie I was in, and then um, I really, really enjoyed the sound usage in this movie because it was just really... Like, I think it sounds very different from a lot of movies, and they they hone in on the, like, it's almost like watching a movie that should have been made right in the same year as The Shining, mm-hmm. and they just, it's just now 2019, yeah. but they use the same, like, transitions as The Shining in the first yeah. one, and they use the same, like, almost like musical score type thing. The only differences now, I think, are, like, the heartbeat thing they use quite a bit and like you mentioned the breathing and stuff Mm -hmm. i liked it because it was uh the use of that you didn't know um whether it was gonna lead up to something or they would use it and then they would show a person who was actually like breathing or like their heart was beating really fast or Mm -hmm. maybe they were hearing it on somebody else or something you know because they could hear like they can hear other people's thoughts and stuff so you know i thought it was really cool to think about that and it kind of put us in there shoes so i really yeah and i think that the cool part especially with the usage of like the heartbeat sounds was it wasn't always for like a scary moment they Mm -hmm. would use it like it would it was almost like you felt the heartbeat of the character that they were showing at the time that they were showing it Mm -hmm. so it would be like oh i might have a tense conversation with this person or i might be in a dire situation or I could just it, it could just be like a slow heartbeat as if like you know we they were just having a regular conversation. Yeah, yeah. Or or they felt safe around somebody, which I thought was really cool. I like how they use that. Yeah. Um. What do you think about the characters? The because it's it's pretty much all new characters except for the very beginning of this movie. Um. I liked the characters. I well, Ewan McGregor did great. I thought. I um. And then his sidekick. Kylie, uh, the teenager, yeah, Abra, I thought she was really great too. So them two together were fantastic, and I thought uh, her acting was really good. She had a lot of cool moments, I think. She did. Um, Particularly one that's like, that takes place in her room, I I thought it was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah. But 
I also liked the bad guys and the way, what their reasoning was. I mean, you, it was kind of generic. Yeah. Like, oh, like, this is what our reasoning is. And it's like, you kind of get it, but, like, they don't really expand on it very much. And specifically speaking to them, we kind of talked about it earlier. It's like, there's, like, three or four main ones in this group of, like, ten. And they don't expand on really any of them except for the main villain and a couple of her, like, sidekicks. I liked her a lot, too. Yeah, I think she was cool. I, I liked her... her demeanor i like how, how she carries herself she very very scary. gypsy like i'd be scared of her is gypsy a, can we use that <laughs> okay uh but yeah um yeah i think she she did really cool and and i wanted to know more about like her past mm-hmm. but i mean they didn't really go into it very much you know they just mentioned kind of early or kind of late in the movie that like she had been through a lot yeah but we don't really know what it was or why she... She has a cathedral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to watch the movie. You've got to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Any... Okay, so uh, I think we got through some likes and stuff. So what about dislikes? I did not like the length of this movie. I don't like the length of the first movie. Um, both are what we found out are the similar lengths. Yeah. Two, two and a half hours, basically, for both movies. Yeah, they... Um, just because it, I don't know, the storytelling in this, in the, in both of these movies is very drawn out and very just, they, they take your, they take their time mm-hmm. and they take their sweet time and it's fine, but look here. It's a very slow burn for sure. I don't need to sit here watching a car drive up a mountain again. <laughs> I mean, they, there was a lot of those, those shots where there's just cars driving up a long lane (laughs) there were so many so but also um i mean the books are lengthy lengthy, they're no it but like the shining actually isn't that thick but the doctor sleep Sleep is is pretty pretty big so um i think it it kind of makes me want to read the book but i know that i'll probably start it and i'll just like read (laughs) 20 pages and i'll be like all right i'm good yeah I mean, I read a lot of when we when we watched or when we watched it chapter chapter one. I read like a good third of the book. Yeah, you did. But then I was like, all right, this is too much. Like <laughs> I'm done. I can't do it. It's like the book is so different from what both movies do, mm-hmm. or the original and the newer ones. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure that's probably the same for these as well. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that's what's so cool about Stephen King is he puts these books out so quickly, like. It's almost like he's just constantly thinking of weird shit. Like, mm-hmm. and apparently, I heard that they're all in the same universe or something all like that. All of his books. Yeah. I, oh, they're all in the Dark Tower universe. Yeah, all of his books uh, exist in that world. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, like everything that we know exists in the Dark Tower series. But it's like weird. there's probably some YouTube fucking timeline that's like putting all these dots on a wall like come <laughs> oh so jack was related to this character and who oh, yeah. relates back to another character and it's like fuck man yeah there's a bunch of stephen king stuff that i haven't seen before um and there's a lot of cool netflix stuff that's that's currently coming out and currently out like the the tall grass movie mm, right um, right but i i think that he's just he's like one of those like modern geniuses, I think when it comes to not just his writing ability, but just the the work ethic he has. And I know that he came from like a like a weird kind of rough 
upbringing so mm-hmm. maybe that had something to do with it too but i think he's just like brilliant yeah, and his his son writes and shit too and they co-write stuff sometimes and yeah. it's just like jesus <laughs> I also really like following his Twitter account because he sometimes... He's very, he's very political sometimes. He, he tweets some silly ass shit sometimes. And he's definitely not afraid to say oh. his mind. Oh, hell no. On Twitter. It's great. You want to hear some reviews? Uh, yeah. Okay, so it has a 76 score on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And then Google didn't pull it up, uh, the Metacritic score, so I had to go to the actual website. But it has a 59 Metacritic score. Right? I didn't even know the, these were all out yet, so that's cool. Yeah. Because, I mean, this is a week early that we're watching this, so. Um, so it has a 7 positive and 8 mixed, 0 negative right now. Okay. So Tom Jorgen, Jorgensen from IGN gave it an 85. Oh, wow. Saying, the scary and powerful Dr. Sleep works best when doing its own thing rather than creating parts of The Shining. Definitely, yeah. yeah it's very different. That's what I said early on. Is it's it's you can't go into this movie thinking it's gonna be like a haunted house experience because mm-hmm. it's not, Mm-mm. and it's far from that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brian Truitt from USA Today gave it a seventy-five, saying the Overlook Hotel is still plenty creepy, as is the crusty naked ghost lady in room two seventeen. Yeah. But the adaptation of Stephen King's Doctor Sleep is more likely to keep you awake at night with the fresher fresher stuff than the retreats. I mean, I don't, I don't agree with being kept awake at night. Like, I'm, yeah. I think I'm fine. It's still creepy. I and mean, it's got creepy moments, but like nothing was genuinely like, oh shit. I mean, like. Yeah. Um, Todd McCarthy from the Hollywood Reporter gave it a sixty. Says it doesn't have Jack Nicholson or Stanley Kubrick or even much of the Overlook Hotel, but Rebecca Ferguson and other good actors provide some shine of their own in Doctor Sleep. A drawn-out and seldom uh, pulse-quickening follow-up to The Shining that still has enough going on the forestall any audience slumber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's. I'm actually really happy with something that is a sequel to something that came out so long ago. Yeah. And it's still able to pull off like a, a very great movie. I mean, it's not going to match Jack Nicholson in the first one. Like, no. But... It's it does enough different and enough great things that I think that it's totally worth seeing. If you if you're a fan of the series or if you're a fan of Stephen King, like absolutely, I would definitely recommend watching it. Yep. I wouldn't say that it's the best movie. Uh, we talked about how the pacing is a little slow. Um, first act is kind of like very drawn out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they don't expand upon uh, upon a bunch of the characters, especially on the villainous side. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's knockout stars from the from the main actors, and yep. I think that I was invested in this potential world of gifted people. Shine. Yeah. The shine. So. Um, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Let us know if you go see this movie and uh, hit us up in the comments. Also, um, let us know if you saw it a week early like we did. Yeah, absolutely. What do you rate it? So I think, uh, I think I'm just going to give it a B. Yeah, I would agree. Yep. Solid B movie. Yep. It was fun. I had a lot of good time or a lot of good uh, moments watching this movie and uh, I still recommend it. Me too. I think definitely go check it out. All right, guys, until uh, next time on another episode. Next up, I've been Dim. I've been Ray. We'll see you next time. Bye.
Thanks for listening to our episode of Next Up. Please hit that subscribe button if you liked what you heard, and we can't wait to hear from you guys next time.